lot of women I talk to because a lot of people contact me about because I'm so open with sex mm. and there is nothing that you can tell me about what you like or what you get pleasure out of that's going to shock me mm. you know um, and I'm I'm I create a safe place for people to be able to talk about sex because there's no judgment there and I've done mm. I've done everything and you know I mean sex to me is an open expression of who I am mm. Mm. but I think and and I've noticed a lot of women they they don't have orgasms with their partners and they're not connected with their partners because they're not in tune with themselves either mm. like, I have a lot of conversations with women that women are that are in their 30s and 40s that have never actually looked at their vagina in a mirror mm. they explored themselves they've never masturbated like until they have orgasms they've never this is probably a really big overshare now, but they've never tasted themselves. They've never mm. touched themselves. And you know, mm. like, mm. I'm a real touch and texture person, you know, so I like to play with stuff, but mm. um, smell themselves, you know? I mean, how are you supposed to get pleasure from your husband if you can't, if you don't know how to pleasure yourself? Welcome to the Win at Life podcast. A place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today I'm sitting down with Win at Life coach and dear friend Melissa Collins and we're talking about sex and how to find your confidence in the bedroom. But before we dive in, I want to talk about today's sponsor, which is Savvy. So Savvy is a brand new and exciting athleisure wear company that's based in the US. I recently partnered with them as I just love their clothing. The quality and comfort is incredible. And if you're anything like me and you live in workout gear, that's super important. One of the other things I really love about them is how inclusive they are. They use real women as models and they have clothing to fit every size body. You can check out their range using the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to try some of their amazing clothes, they actually have heaps more than just active wear, or you'd like to join my team, send me an email at kitty at winatlifeprogram.com.au. I'll also pop that email in the show notes. Plus I can share with you a $25 discount code for your first purchase. So let's jump into the episode. Mel actually really reminds me a lot of Samantha from Sex in the City. I absolutely love Sex in the City. I think I've watched all of the episodes um, three times over. Mel, like Samantha, just really owns her sexuality and is very confident and open about it. We're actually really good friends outside of work and we talk a lot about sex. We always joke that she's a bit like a guy in regards to sex and her and Craig, I think are probably a lot more open about it than me, but something that I'm actually getting better at. But I, I really, really admire how confident Mel is in her own skin. And I think a lot of women can learn from her. Sex is such an important part of healthy relationship and feeling connected with your partner. Often when women join our programs, they don't have a sex drive, which has caused issues in their relationship. Once they improve their metabolism, their sex drives comes back, but often they feel a bit disconnected from their partner and they're not really sure how to reignite that fire again. So if this is something that's been concerning you in your relationship, I definitely recommend listening to this one. So in this episode, we talk about Mel's childhood and how she grew up, Mel's previous marriage, her husband's suicide and her current relationship, how you can get more comfortable with yourself, your sexuality and your body, 
how you can learn what you actually like in the bedroom and Mel's best tips and tricks to gain confidence in the bedroom and rebuild that connection with your partner. So as always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Oh, hi, Dal. Oh, g'day, Dal. <laughs> oh, hi, Mel. Welcome to, the sh- welcome to the podcast, Melissa Collins. That, that's actually her real name. Her name isn't Dal, but she so fondly calls everyone Dal and everyone in our program calls her Dal. Hey, Dal. Yeah, Dal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so great. And the reason I wanted to get you on is, you know, recently I've been sharing a bit about my sex life and, you know, my lack of confidence in the bedroom and, you know, when it came to giving um, blowjobs and I did a bit of a video on on Instagram, just being really open open and honest. and Which I know, thought was fantastic. Well, thanks, Dal. I talked about Mel in, in the live. I really admire her because she's very um, – she sort of reminds me of like Samantha on Sex in the City. I don't know if ever, ever obviously everyone's seen Sex in yeah. <laughs> everyone's seen Sex in the City. She really owns her sexuality and she's very confident and open about it and really enjoys uh, sex. And we talk about sex a lot actually. And you know, I just really admire her for how comfortable she is in herself and is able to express that. And I think that there's so many women who don't feel confident in themselves you know whether it's because of body image issues you know I think a lot of women in our program come in you know and they're wanting to lose weight and improve how they look and I think that really affects them um, in the bedroom but even potentially when they are happy you know they're still scared to really let go Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know you're just really so amazing at that and Mel and I have had lots of funny conversations because we we sort of think that she's a bit like a guy you know I I always said said, because she says to me one day you know all the guys that I used to chase after all these men that you know we're never going to um we're never going to love me but I still just chase them anyway and you know um even though they weren't that into me, Mel's like, damn, like, wh- why, why would you, why would you do that? But I think a lot of women do it. You know, they just they lack confidence and they're lonely and they're looking for someone to love them. So, um, well, but I'm the, I'm the total yeah. opposite. I'm like, yeah. I, I just used to use men for sex, and yeah. one of one of the first things I used to say to men when I met them and slept with them is, don't love me because I'm not going to love you back. Do you ever think, Mel, and this is a bit of a personal question because, and maybe let's dive in a bit into your background. Mel's had a, uh, you've had a hard life, a hard life, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, very challenging. You've had a lot of things happen to you. And one of the other things I admire about you is that you've really, you've, you stepped away from that and you wanted to be better and it was hard and you've grown a lot. Um, So maybe let's go back to like your childhood and what that was like for you. Mm. Um, well, the, the first memory really of my childhood was um, abuse. There was a lot, of, um, a lot of abuse in my home. Um, my father used to hit us children a lot and my mother, um, which um, made me rebel against him. Mm. Um, so when I was really, really young, I think the abuse that I, I remember that I can recall started around three or four um so and I've had this conversation with you too when I was five years old I I was a thief 
Like mm. I used to go and steal from shops and steal from my friends' houses and stuff. And um, because there was so much abuse at home, that I just used to rebel. I used to go out and everything my father told me not to do, I would go and do. Mm. So this went on and on for many, many years. Um, when I was 12, 13, I started running away from home and then, you know, my family wouldn't have me back. My father wouldn't have me back. So I lived on the streets for a long time. Um, I ate out of rubbish bins quite a few times. Um, and that then turned into um, drugs and alcohol. So I used, I used to get high every day. I used to get drink every day, even at the age of 13, 14. Um, then I had to support that habit, which it became a habit very, very early on. So then I had to support that and then started the crime. So I would steal, I would do break and enters. And, you know, I remember breaking into people's houses and stealing handbags from next to them while they were laying in bed at night. You know, I, I think about these the things that I did to just, you know, get drugs and alcohol and just to get that high and kind of like now it makes me cringe. Like, you know, I mean, you imagine waking up in the middle of the night and having somebody standing next to you, a stranger, you know, standing next to you. And I actually know how that feels because I've had that happen to, you know, myself when I was older. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was just whatever I could do to survive, um, stealing, um, you know, robberies, crime. I spent time in prison. Um, I, I would just do anything for that high, you know, and that was, that was pretty much my my teenage years. Um, yeah, spending time in prison and, and crime and drugs. <laughs> oh, it's 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 and then obviously you you know got married, and it's so interesting listening to you talk about that relationship and how it was. You know, and like obviously you've met someone now that you've really let in and that you're really in love with. Yeah. Like, Look, I I never thought that I would. I would ever, well, you know me, it's like I I would never, for many years, well, since my husband, so my husband killed himself five years ago and since then I've, I mean, I've I've dated but I haven't done relationships. I've just done arrangements, you know. Mm. Um, I never wanted to get attached to anybody. I never would let myself be vulnerable in front of, you know, men as well. And, you know, I had my rules and there was no. Do you think, Mel, that in a way was like you were protecting yourself? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, the last time I opened myself up and, you know, to love and spent, you know, gave my heart to somebody, they, they left, you know, Mm -hmm. they, 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 he killed himself, you know, and I I didn't want that to happen again. So a lot of it was that. And to be honest, I, I always had the, the thought of you can't always get everything you need from that one person. Mm. This is why I had arrangements with different people mm. for so many years because each person gave me a different product, as I would call it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I spent five years of pretty much doing that. The last um, probably two years was, you know, where I, I really had quite a lot of um, different arrangements happening you know and I I always said that I I would never I'm never going to live with a guy again I'm never going to have a relationship again Mm. I'm never going to fall in love again and Jesus Christ look what's happened now (laughs) really like you've really I remember when you rang me and you're like because I always say to Mel I'm like because I wanted this guy that she was seeing to be a boyfriend because I wanted to have a boyfriend and I'm like Dallas he 
is he your boyfriend? He's like, no, no, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm never going to get a boyfriend. And then you rang me and you're like, you've met this guy and, you know, like I think a lot of the time too, like you, we talk about sex and you just be talk about, excuse my French, but I think everyone knows that I swear, like you just fuck them. Yeah. Like you were yeah. just, you know, like there was not that real emotional connection and you're like to me, mm. like I make love to this guy. Like I, lo- I love I love him and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, like it's just so to see you say, hear you say these things. Mm. Um, Well, there was never any real emotion attached to sex for me, you know, like sex, even from a young age, like I remember when I was a teenager and I first had my first orgasm, you know, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell is that? You know, I want that again. So that's what I chased for many, many years, you know, just mm-hmm. that orgasm and that that pleasure of that and it didn't have a lot of the emotional and the passion attached to it, you know. I mean, come on, be honest. Who doesn't love an orgasm? True. I mean, it does that, feel really good. An yeah. orgasm is is pleasurable. It's, you know, like you want, you have one, you want more and more and more, you know, and that was, that was my relationships, you know, just fucking men and, getting that orgasm and then leaving, you know, no mm. sleeping over, no no coming to my house, you know, men, mm. men never came to my house. I would never have those little things there that would ever make them think that it would, it would ever lead into a relationship, you know, mm. um, when men would say to me, you know, oh, you're not like other women and I really like you. It's like, oh, fuck off, you know, because I know that they're going to want to, you know, have a relationship and, yeah, mm. I just never I, I- I wonder, Mel, and this is something that I've um, talked about before, is like because I wasn't confident in the bedroom and I wasn't confident in myself, I never had an orgasm until I met my ex-husband. So mm-hmm. I had sex with, oh, like, like, I don't know, 50, 60 men before meeting because I was really promiscuous. Yeah. But not once did I ever have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many women are out there that have this, have the same experience. Yeah. Well, you know, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of women I talk to because a lot of people contact me about because I'm so open with sex mm-hmm. and there is nothing that you can tell me about what you like or what you get pleasure out of that's going to shock me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm, I'm, I create a safe place for people to be able to talk about sex because there's no judgment there. And I've done, mm-hmm. I've done everything. And, you know, I mean, sex to me is an open expression of who I am. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and I've noticed a lot of women they they don't have orgasms with their partners and they're not connected with their partners because they're not in tune with themselves either. Mm. Like, I have a lot of conversations with women that women are that are in their thirties and forties that have never actually looked at their vagina in a mirror. Mm. They explored themselves. They've never masturbated like until they have orgasms. They've never this is probably a really big overshare now, but they've never tasted themselves. They've never mm. touched themselves. And, you know, mm. like mm. I'm a real touch and texture person, you know, mm. so I like to play with stuff. But mm. um, smell themselves, you know. I mean, how are you supposed to get pleasure from your husband if you can't, if you don't know how to pleasure yourself? You know? So true. And getting comfortable with yourself, I think. Like yeah. that's so much a big part of it um you know as I think women probably like worry like what's he thinking is he like what's he looking at me you know I'm feeling fat I don't feel good you know but they're never thinking that 
No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I tell women, is your husband's dick hard when you stand in front of him <laughs> naked? And they say, yes. I said, you, he is sexually attracted to you. Yeah. you. You're doing your job. Yeah. It's, so, it's so interesting, isn't it? Like I think we have yeah. these views about ourselves and these insecurities and I think, you know, potentially some sex things are a bit taboo, you know, like I really know like, and you know, because you and I and Craig have talked because we're quite good, we're good friends, you know, mm-hmm. um, about sex and, you know, he's he, him and you are a lot more um, open than I am and, and over the years like he's helped me be more open and be um, trying to think how to articulate myself, like more comfortable in myself to let go more, you know, yeah. and I feel like so many women are just, they're not, probably really enjoying sex like they could because they're insecure and they're scared Mm, mm. yeah absolutely and you you made a good point like men aren't like a lot of women are you know oh I've got roles here I've got roles there I don't want the lights on I don't want Mm. him to see me naked you know he's looking at this he's he's not looking at that he's (laughs) enjoying the moment he's enjoying you know what most men are are in like they're there to please you you know Mm. like sex is fun sex is pleasurable there's no shame in pleasure at all you know like you say people think you know this is taboo and that's taboo it's like if it gives you pleasure Mm. you know it's don't feel ashamed of it you know and it's Mm. but the main thing is and the biggest thing is I find with women that are not having sex with their husbands and don't have a sex drive it's because they're not communicating with them yes you're so right you're so right you got to sit down and have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've worked with women that haven't had sex with their husbands for many, many years. And mm. what we start with is just like sitting there looking at each other, just mm. touching each other, just massage each other, not even be naked and do it, you know, just yeah. like caress their arm, look in their eyes, just baby little steps like that. And over time, you know, you'll get more and more comfortable with just those little things. And then within a couple of months, they're like, oh, my God, I banged the shit out of my husband last night. I had five orgasms and I love you. And Oh, that's so great. But men aren't mind readers, you know. Like Mm. um, we, us women sometimes tend to think that sex is all about the man and sex is Mm. all about man's orgasm it's not it's about you and your Mm. orgasm Mm. there's nothing more your husband does not want anything more but to pleasure you but for him to do that he needs to know what you like he needs to know what you want and you need to know that yourself so this is where you need to get in tune with your body and Mm. what what do you like do you like you know um, penetration do you orgasm from clitoral play you know like to be able to know that and communicate with that with him, you need to be able to do it yourself. Like you need to touch yourself. Like, do you know the clitoris has 8,000 nerves in it? That's amazing. amazing. That is so amazing. And you're so right. It's like you think like, oh, the man should know exactly what to do and how to pleasure you. But it's like you're right. He's not a mind reader. No, Um, no. You You need to communicate that with him. And, uh, I, I think a, a lot of men may take that as criticism as well, but to have mm. a healthy relationship, you have to be able to understand what your partner needs and you have to be okay with having that conversation with him mm. as well, you know. And 
with this, my boyfriend that I've got now, right from the word go, we have communicated everything. He will tell me what he likes. I'll tell Mm -hmm. him, you know, what I like. I like it when you whisper in my ear. I like talk, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I like you to talk to me through it and say Mm -hmm. this, say that. And, you know, not once has he ever been like, oh, that's weird and I don't want to do that. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, that's, you know, let's try that, you know, let's be open to this and, you know, it's it's all about communication. If if you don't have that there and you're not honest with your partner, you're never going to have a, a healthy sex life. And but sex is everything. You know, sex is orgasms is is amazing. Sex is so many health benefits. You know, around it, it reduces stress hormones, it boosts your hormones level, it it enhances sleep, it enheances your sense. It feels good. Goodness, it feels sex. good. And you know yeah. what I think too, Mel. Like you know, like obviously you coach women in our program that when they come in, there's so many layers to healing. There Mm. is so many parts to healing. Like it's not just, it's for a lot of them uncovering and dealing with past trauma. It's dealing or or I guess um, repairing their relationship potentially with their partner. You know, it's other relationships. It's not just the nutrition and the training. Like don't you you think? Like there's so much more to it. And that healthy relationship with your partner um and having sex I think is such a big part of it like I mean you and I always talk about it like with Gwen Craig and, and you even said to me like you guys are so much better when you're having sex you're like you're disconnected and I'm like I know I know and we fight and mm-hmm. you know and then as soon as we have sex we're just so much more connected again yeah it's like this yeah. order has been restored yeah, 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 for sure. And I said that to you the other day because we didn't, it was four days when we didn't see each other and we didn't have sex because we're both, my partner and I are both very, very sexual people. Like we need to have that contact mm. con, um, contact, and, you know, that that sex. And we we didn't see each other for four days and it was fucking horrible. It was oh. terrible. I felt like really disconnected. I kind of felt like I was, something wasn't a part of me, you know, like there was something missing <laughs> there and as soon as we saw each other again and had that intimate passionate moment it was like this is what I need you know yeah and what do you what would you think like because maybe some women feel a bit of shame around sex you know maybe they need to dig a bit deeper and look in their past I don't know what's causing them to feel like they're ashamed oh I think society absolutely you know because um you know there's so many people that are you know, this is bad, that's bad, kink is bad, you know. I'm we're we're very into the kink scene and mm. you know, into um, you know, fetish stuff and that. Mm. And you know, a lot of people like frown upon that, you know, that's bad and that's that's not right, it's weird. And why is it weird though? You know, if, mm. if we we're getting pleasure out of it, why why does it have to be weird? And and sex and touching yourself is the most natural thing mm. ever. You know, mm. like it, it doesn't. It's not just something you do to have have a baby. It's fun mm. and it's 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 pleasure. Mm. You know. Mm. So what would you? What if you were? If there was a woman and she was, I guess, you know, like not confident in the bedroom with her partner, or you know, like not doesn't know her own body. Where where would you? What would you say to her to do to start? Oh, whack a pair of heels on for starters. <laughs> I mean, nobody's ever felt not sexy in a pair of <laughs> Unless you're like me and falls over. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Gummy. Um, be, be creative. Like, you know, um, again, communication's a big thing. Mm. Um, dress, dressing up, 
you know, mm. dress up, get excited, you know, do, do exciting things. You know, I like to do things that make me nervous. Like yeah, every, yeah, time, yeah. every time I dress up and I yeah. dance in front of my man or something, I get this like, oh, I'm nervous and excited. And yeah. but you, you think about that in normal everyday life things, you know. I mean, that, that's where all the action happens. If things make you nervous, excited and, you know, like, oh, they're the things that are actually going to better you. In, in mm. all areas of your life. It's the same with sex, you know, like you said the other day about the blowjobs, you know, you were nervous about doing it. Mm. Then then you, you did it and it was like, oh, my God. It was I can amazing. do it. I can yes. do this. It's yeah. reinforcement. I didn't yeah. feel so bad anymore. And it was the, I think, you got to do something and get used to it as well, you know, and yeah. then I was more comfortable with going to Craig. What, what, what am I doing that you like? Like what do you dislike? Yeah. What do you want yeah. more of? You know, mm. tell me how you like it. Is this what you like? And I felt yeah. more comfortable to actually um, to do that. Mm. Yeah. I think um, uh, there was a lady I was talking to a while ago that was really connected, disconnected from her husband, and they hadn't had sex for a long time. So we actually spoke about masturbating together. Mm. Well, they actually had sex because they'd lost that intimate connection of actual, you know, sex. Mm. They started masturbating together and masturbating in front of each other. And, you know, that that really, really helped them. Going away for the weekend, they did that, you know, but she started dressing up and she started, you know, just stepping out of her comfort zone a little. Um, they started watching porn together. Mm. Um, now, I, I will say, though, because a lot of women compare, porn is not reality. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> porn is not oh, reality. No, no, no. And a lot of women think, you know, oh, my husband's watching this porn and I don't look like that girl in the porn. Porn, that's not what porn is, you know. Like porn's so much better when you're the star of it, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> natural, you know. Yeah. I guess they just they want you just to be in it. They want you to be in the moment and enjoying it. Absolutely. You have to be present. You have to be present in, in what you're doing and stay in that moment. And, you know, you, like I said, it's not, it's not all about the man, you know, mm. women, women find it a chore to have sex with the husband. They're like, Oh, you know, they want to have sex and I need to wait for them to orgasm till it's over. And I can't wait to go and do the washing or whatever, you know, it's like, be present. This is about you. You know, mm. it's, you need to orgasm. Your orgasm's about you. When you control that, your mind controls that. So if you're lying there thinking about, oh, I've got to go and pick the kids up from school, I've got to do this and got to do that, you know, that's it, that's not going to be pleasurable. Mm. Sit there yeah. and think about, you know, what you want and how how you want to be pleasured, and yeah, take your take your mind into that little sexual fantasy world. Mm, and and let your fantasies, the fantasies mm. that you have in your head that you think, mm. oh my god, I can never tell people that because it's so disgusting. Tell your partner that. Discuss yeah. that with your partner. Yeah, because a fantasy doesn't always have to stay a fantasy. My fantasies come true every single weekend. <laughs> But it's true. Why can't you act out the fantasies in a safe place with your partner, you know? Yeah. And, be, and I think, you know, a lot of men probably too get excited by seeing you excited. Yes. Like oh, seeing that you're really? turned on and it, they're like, wow, this is so cool. Like she's really yeah. in this and she's really enjoying what I'm doing to her or, yeah. you know. Um, you communicate with your partner what you like to orgasm and your partner makes you orgasm. He's going to want to keep doing it over and over and over again, you know. He's, he's pleased you. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, it just, it really is amazing. Like you just, and I, but I can see how so many women, 
like I don't obviously have kids, but they get stuck, you know, they'll have a kid and they're so exhausted and they're working. And, you know, I think obviously after you just have a baby, you're probably going to give your body a little bit of a break for a bit. But, you know, like when your kids get older, it's, I think, you know, there's been times and I've talked to you where Craig and I have like slipped away from each other and we get too focused on work and we stop having sex and it's just deciding that that it's important mm. and that you have to prioritise it. Yeah. And, you know, like you won't always be awesome. Like we're not always awesome, but we always come back to being good and we, you know, we we get back into a good place again um, because it's just I really do believe that it just will make your relationship so much better. Absolutely. And, you know, even when you do have children, like it's going to make you a better person because it's going to make your mood better. Like nobody ever had sex and said, you know, oh, that was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I never have anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make you a better mum because you're going to be more connected with your partner, which means you're going to be happier with your partner. Mm. The return investment on sex is amazing too. If you give your husband sex, he'll do chores around the house for you. It's true. <laughs> that, is so, that is so true. The ROI. The ROI. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, just because um, obviously yeah. the women we work with, we're helping them with their diets. But if women aren't lis- listening to this and that, you know, the, the dieting, the undereating, the stress—you know, when you're not when you're not getting enough energy into your body—that is going to affect your sex drive. It's like one of the signs of a of a well functioning metabolism is that you actually are fertile and you have a good sex drive. And I think it's probably one of the first things to go when women start these crazy diets. If you've got no sex drive, you know, eat more. Get yeah. Some, yes. You know, eat your liver and your oysters. Um, mm-hmm. You know, eat your carrot salad. You know, ensure. <laughs> feeling your body and getting enough energy because you're not going to want to have sex if you're exhausted and hungry all the time. I think um, I always compare sex drive to um, like motivation as well. Like motivation is not going to come to you. Motivation Mm. comes from taking action and moving Mm. and getting things done. Like, you know, the same as a sex drive. Like you have, you have to go start the, you know, you have to instigate the Mm. sex, you know, to get your sex drive. And, you know, it's not going to just come to you. You're not going to just sitting there all of a sudden one day and be like, oh, wow, I'm horny all of a sudden, you know. It's like it it, it takes work too, you know. I, th- I think especially to like you say if you've sort of been feeling disconnected from your partner, you do have to make the effort. Yeah. And start and just, to do. But just little things like and don't be in a hurry to do mm. all this stuff, you know. And I've, I've realised that with my partner that I'm with now. Like we're not in a hurry to do all of the things sexually, you know. It's We've like, got time. Well, I think it's because we're. I, I actually, I'm in love now too. You know, like it, it's, it's not just all about banging, and you know, it's it's passion, it's touching, it's mm. resting. We don't have to have an orgasm every time that we're mm. together. You know, mm. um, yeah, but it's just about touch and communication, and you know, like. Central play. Central play can just be like laying there and tickling your husband's back nice and slowly, you know, until he makes those little mm, noises. Mm. You know, I mean, all of that can lead up to an amazing, amazing sex life as well. But don't be in a hurry to, you know, just go do all of the things, you know, all at once, especially if you haven't had being connected with your husband for a long time or your partner, you know, and you haven't had sex for a long time, just start slowly and just start by talking and, mm. and touching. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Opening those lines of communication is just so, yeah. so critical, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. just slowly. We, we don't all have to be tied up and whipped and spanked yeah. like I like. 
you know. But play, I think take your right take because I think sometimes you can just get in a rush to get to the end. Yeah. You don't enjoy yeah. the actual process and the the build up. I always find, like I always say to Craig, like the other day, you know, he's like, Oh, so we're gonna have sex now. I'm like, Can you just like like <laughs> this I'm just gonna go up and have a shower and just, you know, like I just need to just let's maybe flirt a bit and, you know, like I know that's not always going to be the case, but let me just get into it a bit. And so yeah. I did. And then we had this and like lots of kissing and, you know, mm-hmm. really like lots of foreplay. And then it was just amazing. We had this because it's like it's the build up. I think, that really yeah, yeah me going as well. Not just yeah. like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, I know yeah. sometimes you'll have that, but like, you know, yeah. really that build up makes it so much better and more exciting. Yeah, mm. and surprising your husband too or your partner, you know, like dress up, have have a nice little outfit, have a pair mm-hmm. of heels on when he comes yeah. home from work or opens the door, you know, he's going to be I like. I hope he's stoked. Oh, <laughs> you know, you if you do that, whatever he's got in his hand, he's going to drop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so, well, thank, Mel, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been, um, it's been so awesome. I, I really feel like that so many women could get a lot out of this. And would you be happy for me to put your email in in the link down the bottom if any women want to reach out to you? And Of course, yes, yeah. absolutely. I know, I know you're always willing to help women with the sex side of things. You're really oh. good, and you're really good at it too. <laughs> I am. It's um, yeah. It, it's one. Of, well, Craig always said to me, "Be a master of your craft," and that I am. I love it. <laughs> that is my craft. That's and there's so nothing true. that you are, are going to tell me that's going to shock me. That is know, also true. Or, or make me think, "Oh my god, you know, you're weird." You're a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah. Look at the stuff yeah, I do. There is no judgment from you ever. Absolutely not. Just you're encouragement. Yes, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. She's very good. She's very good. <laughs> awesome. well, thanks so much, Dal. No worries, Dal. Anytime. And I'll uh, I'll drop that her email down below for everyone. And yeah, if you want to connect with her about anything sex, um, I'm sure she'd be happy to hear from you. Thanks so much, Mel. No worries. Bye. Bye.